This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. Uh, we are going to be doing a visitation with the authors, the hosts of this show. Uh, it's not often we get to do that. Who knows? We might even do these once a month. It looks like people really loved our last episode. Is that right, Jason? The numbers were higher. Yeah. Than... <laughs> just, hey, people like a good riff every now and then, right? Just, I think we talked about life, health, wealth, and all kinds of stuff last time. <laughs> yeah, man. And I feel like a lot happens in over like a, now it's like month to month now with the state of the world and the way things are going. I feel like month to month things are changing. For example, this show again, has it like exploded. You were just telling me the numbers today and I couldn't believe it. Like we're hitting some serious yeah. downloads. Yeah. Adam, pretty Adam, crazy. And everyone who supports it in the community, like I know that's gotta be like a, like a big part of it. We've got people doing sponsorships now, like, did you ever, I mean, I, I know that everything you do eventually pans out to something that benefits many people, but did you really think it would happen this quick? I didn't think it would happen. I planned for it to happen this quick, but I, <laughs> but I didn't think it actually, because you, you know how it is. Not, nothing ever usually works out how you want it to. And, and then there's but, this, <laughs> and then there's this, but I mean, still on the same note, it's not like. You know, I kind of joke around a lot of times and go, oh, my God, look what happened. It's so great. And I said, well, it was planned to a degree, not like perfectly planned, but I mean, it was calculated to a certain extent. Yeah. I didn't think it would just like hockey stick take off like it did, but but it certainly did. And that's that's just a contribution, though, to, you know, People are hungry for good guidance, good information. People want to be able to go somewhere and actually take away something from the 30 minutes they're going to spend listening, right? Yes, I've tried listening. So as somebody who's made as many podcasts as I have, I've tried listening to a lot of shows. And I got to be honest with you, a lot of them, I just, they just don't make the cut. Not it's not always like production quality. I can get past if it's not produced highly, if the content itself is interesting. And sometimes I, I just feel like they're not ready to be distributed yet. I mean, I give them props for putting the show out anyways, but it's really hard to make something that's listenable. You know, John Mayer, the musician said he had gone to Berkeley uh, to study music and he used to like want to be he was like the virtuoso and was studying guitar like crazy and he would come up with these crazy you know scales and things that he would play and then he realized he'd been chasing this elusive level of greatness this tier that he that was in the gray it wasn't you couldn't qualify or quantify it it was this elusive ever-moving target 
And it wasn't until he said he attributes his success to the music industry eventually to the fact that he he had made a decision at Berkeley to say, I just want to be listenable at the bare minimum as a musician who puts out records. And the minute that he decided to do that, his music and songwriting actually transformed as what's made him one of the more popular songwriters and artists of today in modern music was because he first set the expectation that he had to be listenable before trying to achieve this unique grandiose and i feel like that's what one thing that we try to do at least what i feel like i see happening because you and i really just like we really just go off each other's energy there that was about that was about the bulk of the conversation that we had and we've just been doing that but i feel like you and i are both after the same thing and correct me if i'm wrong but it's just that like yeah i would have loved to have heard this conversation right yeah for sure and and you know the other thing too is is, you know, we go through life thinking, you know, kind of on the John Marilyn, is we kind of go through life thinking that uh, we live in this like state of kind of the state of bullshit, right? Because it's like we have this idea of what every, how everything should play out and how everything just needs to be like this dress, right? Dress type of thing, right? Today, I'm going to do this. Tomorrow, I'm going to do that. The next day, blah, 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 right? Well, the reality is, is life isn't freaking perfect. It's messy, right? And it's really messy, actually. And it's bloody. Business is bloody. And you're way better off. I'm not saying to swag it, but kind of. There's got to be a little bit of an element of swag it in there, right? If you don't know what a swag is, a scientific wildest guess, if you didn't know. Um, sometimes you got to have <laughs> some elements of just giving it a good swag, right? And take a chance, take a risk, jump off the cliff, you know? And the greatest minds on earth didn't play safe all the time, right? And it's about making that leap sometimes, making that big leap. And we're shifting your mindset to just kind of say, whatever, (laughs) let's just see what happens. I mean, this podcast is kind of that, right? I was joking around. I was joking around with the, with uh, one of, one of the directors in Sab. And I said, gosh, we're, we better be careful or we're going to end up being a media company. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, Hey, that's not a bad idea. (laughs) Well, and it's funny because Gary V right? Yeah. Gary V said, every company starts as a media company. That's not the exact quote. But something right. But it's true. Like I mean, Domino's pizza, mm-hmm. right? Perfect example yeah, of that. Exactly. Right. So it's all about the media part, right? Because that's what gets the word out. And that's what, that's the, like, that's the voice, right? Like this podcast is very much became the voice of Sab and you know, I don't even know if most people even articulate the two together most of the time, like our guests. Yeah. I don't think they really articulate it together. What Sab is, they just think it's two jackasses getting on and <laughs> yapping their gums for 40 minutes. And <laughs> But you know, it's funny because uh, when you study like branding and things of that nature, uh, one of the first things they teach you in like branding is how uh, John Deere, the farm tractor, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that machinery company actually had a magazine that was responsible for its success called The Furrow. 
Um, mm. And that magazine itself covered like a wide variety of topics around like people and their connection to the land, right? But the value prop speaks volumes. Like, okay, so they design things that help you dig into the land and tame the land into becoming, whether it's construction or farming, right? And their magazine speaks to your connection with the land, right? Right. And here we are developing a show that is supported by business owners, entrepreneurs, and our conversations are about our connection to mm-hmm. business and success and all that. So I, I, I don't think it's an accident. I think a lot of companies try to do this. I've actually helped many organizations try to get it started. Wouldn't listen to anything I said. And they went ahead and uh, just wanted to do the bare minimum. Uh, and Number one, they didn't have me as a host on top of all that, right? They literally just wanted me to add the music to the beginning and the end. That's it. And I said, that's funny because that's not the conversation we had. I thought you said you wanted to be the NPR of entrepreneurship, for, you know, none of that, dude. And eventually then they got upset when they weren't succeeding. And I said, you know, I, I tried to tell you, I gave you a list of notes, nothing. And so I think what makes this different and what makes SAB so interesting is that everyone I've come across so far is legitimately looking for insights, looking to grow, looking to develop, looking to take things to the next level. I've yet to meet someone in this group from all the strategic people who hasn't left an impression where I'm like, yeah, they're they're working on something, whether whether you know it or not, they're working on something. Yeah. What's well, interesting, kind of going back to to that when you're talking about John Deere, right? So go back and look through through history i mean believe it or not we didn't have tv at one point (laughs) there was no facebook there was no internet there was none of that right and and so when i was a kid this would have been probably 80 81 or 82 1981 or 82 and in my little small hometown of about 500 people there was this old building and it used to be a newspaper, right? And it was all boarded up and everything. And we were kids and we were like really curious what was in there. Right. And you could tell people had pried the ply board off one of the windows at one point or something. Right. So, so we were kind of looking through there and there was these great big, huge printing presses. I mean, like, the individual little letter put the letter stuff in there, right? And it was fascinating. And so we did what we shouldn't have did and kind of ripped the board off and ended up going in there, right? And uh, I mean, it was it was like literally stepping back in history, right? And there was this old suitcase over in the corner. And I was like, God, I wonder what's in that, you know? So I go over there and it's it's that suitcase had to have been from like the thirties. Right. And finally got it pried open. And there was a 1901 successful farming magazine in there. I still have it today. Um, (laughs) A 1901 successful farming magazine. And that entire magazine is nothing more than a giant advertisement. (laughs) That's all it is. Page one is tires. Page two is lawnmowers. Page three is sewing needles. Page page four, right? And it's all 
nothing but advertising. But that's what they had then, right? Was that. And it's amazing how we've like, how easy it is for us today as business owners to reach an audience in comparison to then, right? And, you know, we just did a huge deal with the American Club Association that just released on Forbes yesterday. Um, And and it really talks about the art of the handshake, right? That's how business used to be done. There were no contracts, none of that crap. It was just like, hey, Bill, you're going to drop off 10 tons of wheat for the cows? Yep. Great. I'll pay you when you get here. That's it. There wasn't anything else, right? So it's like we've overcomplicated stuff, really. Or or we've just became that cynical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. No, and, and I think it has, it's funny. I had literally, I don't know if I actually ended up releasing. I think I did. I, I put something on LinkedIn. Every now and then I'll make a video when I feel like I have something to say. And I was talking about like the how as decision makers, because everyone who's listening to this is a business owner, an entrepreneur, right? And you yourself include, there's there's a there's a power that comes with being a decision maker. You get to vote what exists in the marketplace, right? Because you vote with your dollar. And I realized that there's a lot of there's a lot of assholes that got <laughs> voted in somehow, right? Not not as many as there are good people. I've seen more good people in the business industry than I have bad. And maybe that's just my luck. Right. But I, I truly believe that as, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as investors, we get to decide like, okay, yeah, I want this person to be in the marketplace. Maybe their offering will deliver. Maybe it won't, but at the very least, I want this kind of person in the, in the marketplace. We get to do that. And then there are people who you wonder how they stay in business at all with that attitude. You know know what I mean? (laughs) Like, don't we get to vote on that? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it's that, that is the, call it a, a, a curse or a blessing. I don't know, whichever one. Right. But but we live in this free place called America and, <laughs> and it's capitalism, whether you like it or not, I'm a raging capitalist. Right. Yeah. And the, the thing is, is some of us use that for really good, but you're always going to have somebody that uses it for bad. Right. Um, there's always going to be people in the marketplace that take advantage of others. Um, you know, that, They'll, they, they really don't add any value to the market, even though it's perceived, it looks like it is. Um, and really it's not, it's just the next package piece of garbage, right? Um, and that's why I always say all of my companies, I believe in giving value as long as it takes, right? I let people judge, be the judge and jury, right? And the executioner too, if need be. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So I was wrong, right? I'll be the first one to do that. If there is something in my business that doesn't service a client in the highest standard of ways, where I will be the first one to go, look, we were not right in this situation and we will do everything it takes to fix it and make this right. 
And then we will. We'll crawl from here to the other side of the United States to make it happen, right? Um, because that's what you should do, right? As a business owner, you have to take responsibility for action, inaction, good, bad, whatever it is. And those that do that, um, you know, they're the ones that are 40-year businesses, right? Because yeah. you ain't going to make it if you're <laughs> Mr. Slick Willie over here freaking, you know, doing some shady stuff. You're not going to make it. But there again, then again, those people don't care if they make it anyway. They're they're in it to make their quick millions and then they're out and they disappear to the Bahamas, I guess. It's really fascinating how many people will sit there and have a discovery call or even just a first time call with someone uh, sort of assume that they understand what someone's going to deliver on, pay the people and then find out they didn't get it what they thought they were going to get. But then they'll look at what was written in the invoice and it was so general or so like basic that they can't even be mad, but they will be. And it's and I didn't realize that until I started telling people no. When, when uh, I'd have a call with them and I realized like, I don't think I can help them. And even if I could, they don't really know where they want to be yet. And I'm not really in a position to like take on a client that's at that level. You know what I mean? Like they're, they, I need someone a little more advanced so that I can help them. And it took me a long time, longer than I think it should have to realize that like telling people no, not only helps you, but it also helps them because then they have to wonder like, why didn't they? Because these are the kinds of people that will literally pay money to solve a problem. They're not even sure what problem they have. You, right. you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, you know, it sucks. Uh, and I usually try to leave them better. Like somebody just wants to publish a book. Okay. Do you really, that's all you want to do is publish the book. Is that really <laughs> what you're trying to go after? Cause I can do that. I can put you up on the marketplace, but that's, that's not what people want. Some people do, but majority of people want more than just their book in a marketplace. Uh, And I think it's funny that most of us uh, will find ourselves in business situations where I don't know if you have, have you ever spoken with someone who tried to like came with you with one problem, turned out they had 82 other problems. And you're like, actually what you need is this (laughs) every day, (laughs) (laughs) every day. Most people think, well, these are what I think my problems are. Well, really, there's <laughs> there's eight real ones stacked up over in the corner. These are just ankle biters. These are easy to deal with. The real shit is over here. That you've been <laughs> you've been ignoring that shit for the last freaking you know half a decade. <laughs> and now it's like you open up the. Uh, I don't know. As a kid, we had this closet that my mom had, right, and. It's like where all the junk went, right? And I swear, if you, you, you didn't just open the door, right? you like <laughs> cracked it and kind of crawled in there a little bit. Otherwise, all that crap was going to come out, right? And, and it's, it's the same with a lot of business owners today. They've got these closets packed full of skeletons and they don't want to deal with their problems, right? Well, does a marriage work out well if you don't deal with problems or a relationship or a friendship or any of that? No, you got to deal with that stuff. You yeah. can't just throw it in a closet and hope like hell it's going to work out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Some people swear by it. They say, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> yeah, right. I hope. I always tell people in business, 
hope is not a course of action. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, man. This is so true. It's one of the business is a lot like stand up comedy. Like you, you know, if it works or not almost immediately. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Right? Business in itself is like a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dante's Inferno. No, man, seriously. Um, with that said, I, I, I do I do think it's perfect timing to take a moment to give a shout out to one of yeah, our yeah. supporters here. We've got here uh, Blue University, right? Uh, so anybody who's listening, if you want to learn about business or entrepreneurship, but hate the idea of spending years earning a degree and large debt just to work for somebody else, if you spent a bunch of years developing skills, but you're still working at a nine to five, eight to four, or you want to position yourself for greater things, then you can just go to Blue University, B-L-U University for, it's a, it's for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And the instructors have accomplished success in the real world and will teach you exactly what it takes to be successful in business. Uh, the university is teaming up with us, the War Room, uh, to provide the business education you really need to achieve the goals. And you can do that by visiting Blue, that's B-L-U dot university, Blue dot university for more information and to apply. And if you get accepted, you get to take advantage of a special 20% tuition discount just for the listeners of the war room. Uh, and if you, and if you do that by September 30th, you can use the code S a B two zero that's SAB 20. So yeah, man, uh, I think it's great that we have a community of supporters that are actually stepping up and not only listening, but like putting themselves front face and center by doing the things like we just started doing this. And I'm very glad that we are because it gives us a chance to like spotlight some of the pillars of our community yeah well you know you start thinking about what are like a lot of the most successful business models right and most of the successful really successful business models always have this community driven arm right and that's why i've always had that as any part of anything i ever do in any business is that community-driven arm um, where it really creates all those win-win-win situations, right? Because I don't believe in doing something just to do something, right? I've even gotten to the point where I don't even like to waste conversations anymore, right? Waste is not the right word, but um, I don't like to have conversations that can't be repurposed or used to share with the world. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't do sales calls, but I, I literally, uh, if somebody wants to like hits me from LinkedIn or something says, Oh man, I'd love to talk and pick your brain. Great. Come on the podcast so we can record it. Right. So we, the whole world can benefit from that conversation. And, yeah. Right. Instead of it just being this conversation that goes gone. Right. It gets said once, there's no value brought from it at all. Well, there might be value brought from it, but nobody gets to hear about it, right? Other than maybe me at some point, uh, oh, well, hey, Bill, this guy I talked to, you know, he, he said this, but it's never the same, right? Yeah. It doesn't get the, the punch and the effect. So, so really building the community, I know it's like became a really overused term, Um 
but (laughs) really building the community. Hell, most of us have been doing that since we started business. Why the just all of a sudden became so popular all of a sudden, I have no idea, but I guess it's just the next buzzword, right? I really think that like uh, one interesting way that someone in business could look at communities is some people, uh, I think it's called tithing. Some people would put like $10 a month or 10% a month or something like that. Tithing, you can do the equivalent exchange of that in terms of like effort, time, services, just being there for somebody in the community. Like, for example, with Sab, you may not, you may not feel like you have a lot to offer, but you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people who are commiserating with you wondering when payroll is going to hit, right? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people who are commiserating with you where they look at their friends, potentially, they don't have the same conversation because they're worried about uh, Jack and Sally while you're worried about, you know, uh, the next innovation that may disrupt your industry or what have you. And it's, it's an entirely different world. Right. And so mm-hmm. one way to get around that is to look at yourself and say, okay, well, I'm a part of a community like strategic advisor board, right? I have access to the chat channels. Uh, how can I contribute to that? Cause last time I checked, I wish somebody was there for me for this exact thing. Uh, you can be that somebody to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of a community. And that's the way it works, right? Come from there first. And believe me, you do that long enough where we'll get around and other people will want to be there for you. And that's, that's the way I think someone should look at it. Like I, you know, I've had a meeting or two with people. I don't tell people about it from a community, but like, I know that everyone is better for it. And I think that's important, you know? Um, and there are people who are way more successful than me in this channel. And, and I think that's, what is it? Ralph Waldo Emerson, I believe had said something. And this was in one of the books that came up a lot today, the seven habits of highly effective people. No, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But Dale Carnegie talks about, uh, quotes Emerson saying every person is better than me. And in that I learn of them, right? Everyone's got something that they did that you haven't done, that they're just more practiced, if you mm-hmm. will, than you are. And you just got to learn from that. I have so many blind spots, man. For everything I can see clearly, uh, there's things that I see as blurry as I'm blind as a bat with bifocals on, you know, like, yeah. so I just hope that the community can take that with them and run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you really look at that. We, we've talked about this many times on other shows and that's, you know, being a business owner, you don't have to feel like you're on an island. You don't. There are. You know, I, and I see so many business owners that, you know, and it's not always ego. It's not always that it's, it's sometimes just lack of knowing better yeah. sometimes too. And, you know, making all these mistakes that are such simple, common mistakes that, that it, it doesn't mean that the rest of us didn't learn some of them, but it's 2022, man. I mean, you don't have to take arrows in the back anymore. There is too much information at your fingertips nowadays to have to make that mistake in your business, right? Well, you know, my branding, I figured out later my branding was off, right? You didn't need to make that mistake. There's too many people out there that know exactly what your shit should look like. (laughs) Right. So there's a formula for that stuff now, right? You as a business owner shouldn't be on your website going, 
well, no, hire a copywriter, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and those are some of the mistakes people are still today that I talk to when I look at their website and and I ask them who wrote your copy. Well, well I did. Why? It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. You know, but nobody wants to just be honest with them, the people that are around them, because it's like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. Well, how about you help? How about you not enable them so they don't go bankrupt and uh, tell them it sucks? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely a difference between cost savings and opportunity cost. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. For sure. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's a that's a valid point, man. Um yeah, so I'm pretty excited about where things are going to go moving forward. And I'm very glad that we got a chance to like talk to the community again, just you and I, and check in with them. Yeah. Uh, let's see what happens, because the last one we did was pretty pretty uh, spectacular in terms of listenership. I was actually surprised. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then again, you never, it's again, it's always the ones you don't think that end mm-hmm. up panning out to be. So uh, what was it? I was watching a live with Gary V and uh, Scooter Braun, who was like Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, uh, 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 I forget, more artists, but he was he represented them. He started off in Atlanta with Jermaine Dupri and eventually worked his way up to becoming like a really respectable, he discovered Justin Bieber, basically, mm. uh, respectable uh, music agent, right? And they were, they were doing their Gary V podcast thing. And then at the end of it, they were taking calls and then they were about to close out. And then Scooter goes, my number one rule is I always take one more, whatever it's going to be. One more call, send one more email, make one more outreach, whatever it is. Always just one more than I was ready to do. Always. That's how you stretch. I was like, interesting. So they're like, let's take one more call. And sure enough, the girl that, that called in, they listened to her story. She was looking for an internship. And because they took that one more, that girl got the internship at VaynerMedia in the Los Angeles branch because of it. And uh, Scooter Braun wanted to one-up Gary Vee. He's like, and I will help her get a car so she could drive around LA because you can't be in LA without a car. But like (laughs) just one more and how that happened. And so whatever we're doing, whatever we think we've set up for the day, just do one more, I think is a valuable way of looking at it. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just, it's pushing literally. Every day when you wake up, the first thing I always think of is how can I push the envelope today, right? What is the one thing I'm going to do that pushes the envelope just a little bit more than it was yesterday? And, you know, you got to wake up jazzed every day. And, And it's not like, it's not like you really do. I mean, there's, I wake up mornings and go, good, <laughs> right? I mean, that's just the reality of it, right? Right, right, right. The, the, the Hollywood thing, the Hollywood version is, I wake up every day jazzed and ready to go. And No, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't wake up at seven this morning jazzed. <laughs> no. I was like, where's the coffee? <laughs> but, you know, of course, there's those times you don't, but what matters is most of the time it is. Yeah. If it's the majority of the time you're on the right track at least. Yeah, for sure. Oh man. Huge, huge point to be made. Uh, I can't remember ever waking up 
tap dancing out of bed, but I have woken. <laughs> yeah, but I have woken up and gone. All right, let's let's fucking do this. You know, yeah, and, right. even if I'm sleepy and I'm walking the dog before I get my day started, like yeah, no, I'm like all right. Well, today can be better than yesterday, and I have the power to make it so. You know, and, yeah. you, and you just and you, no matter what things look like, if you don't have that mentality, then you probably shouldn't be in business. And like, I. I'm speaking to myself when I offer that advice, just so you know, yeah. you know, like, like it's, it's, a, I, I'm a work in progress myself. I'm not sitting here all high and mighty. I'm probably the most work in progress I've ever known someone to be. So take it from someone who needs the advice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we all are. I think everybody's a work in progress. If you're not, that means you've arrived. Whatever and that means, right? Whatever the hell that means, right? I mean, we're humans and Humans are naturally, we have faults and failures and, you know, it's like my son, my son's six and my daughter's three. And I know when it's, it's a crap sandwich in the morning <laughs> when I get up, cause I'm usually the first one up, I'm up about four o'clock in the morning, every morning. And, you know, but that's my time. That's yeah. my time. I'm able to sit and read uh, you know, self-educate a little bit more and read and do those kind of things. And, and then write it about, I know when it's going to be a bad morning when I hear screaming at about six o'clock. Right? Oh man. And <laughs> if we make it past six, it's good. Right. <laughs> if it's like six ten, I know it's going to be fine, but six o'clock I hear screaming and you know, they both run out crying well he hit me and well she threw something at me or whatever right and at the end of the day i always tell them both this it's 6 a.m and you get to define what your day is going to look like from this point forward so it can just suck all day or you guys can get over it <laughs> go your own way <laughs> and you know continue your day you control your day what it's going to look like so and it's the same, a business is kind of like your child, right? You can either let it run you and control your day, or you run it and control your own day. It's the same, same concept. Businesses are like children. You sometimes got to treat your business like it's the child and, uh, you know, give it the right advice every day. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> So right, man. That's I yeah. guess that that is the path that we're on, the power of choice and whether or not yeah. you exercise it. Yeah. There's the episode, the power of choice. Hey. All right, brother. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning in. As you know, Jason uh usually traditionally rolls his out, so I'll let him do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's just another great episode. Um, I love being able to do these once a month. Um, I think it just adds some perspective. As always, my friend, it's just great to be a part of this with you. Um, Same, man. You know, I, I have partnerships are important to me. And I know a lot of people don't like getting into them, um, but I do uh, because people are power. And when you combine the right power together, that's unstoppable. And that's how you can change the world. And I feel deeply that that's what we're doing here. I've literally learned that from working with you alongside you and watching the things that happen. And I used to like know it like everybody else. Oh yeah, I know that. No, no, it's different when you watch it happen. So I, I agree with that. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, See you on the next one. Yeah, man. Cheers. Cheers. 
Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.